Roto Grinders presents your first word in daily fantasy sports. The Morning Grind, Stevie TPFL and Company are here to jumpstart your analysis on today's DFS slate. Without further ado, here's your host, Stephen Young. Hey everyone, welcome to the Roto Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I am your host, Stevie TPFL. It is Tuesday, it's June 11th, it's 2019, and we have 15 baseball games to talk about here on today's slate. Move from Monday to Tuesday, I'm joined by my good buddy, Will Chief Justice 06. How are you doing, my friend? I'm doing great, man. Definitely excited to come on and hang out. We got a, a nice size slate here. A lot of good spots, and um, you know, I'm, I'm sure we'll break it down admirably. Yes, sir. 15 games, a lot to talk about. If you guys haven't checked out our sponsor, make sure you head on over there, check them out. Fantasydraft.com. I talked about it yesterday. They got a bunch of PGA stuff up for this weekend's big PGA tournament. Uh, you can find a bunch of content here at Roto Grinders. Uh, if you sign up through the Roto Grinders links, you get access to Roto Grinders Premium for Fantasy Draft for three months. Once you make your first deposit, you'll also get. Any cool promos that we run with them, you'll get access to those. So they got a $20,000 tournament over there, and their golf product is a little bit different than you know other golf products out there. You drop your lowest score. So if you have a team that's doing really good and you have one guy miss a cut, well, you'll drop that guy, and then you'll um, you know have all your guys making the cut. So if you haven't checked that out, check it out. They also have a $10,000 home run. And if you want to play baseball to try to earn a ticket for that $20,000 tour card, they got a $9 three entry and a $2 14 entry that you could try to win a ticket through baseball to play in that PGA tournament this weekend. So if you haven't checked them out, check them out. Let's get started. Will, we start with Arizona at Philadelphia. John Duplantier against Jake Arietta. Nine total Arietta, 130 favorites. Um, any interest here in Duplantier? No, uh, I think we're going to fade Duplantier. Just start it off right. Yeah, I don't know if I want to fade him. I, okay, I, I okay, I don't know if I want to play him, but I don't know if I want to pick on him. Does that make more sense? I don't want yeah. to pick on him, but I don't want to play him. I got you. Yeah, um, I got you. He's shown some really good stuff, and you know, I think he does have some talent. Uh, his numbers have been really good. I know it's a very small sample, but I think that you know we got to kind of respect what we've seen so far from him. He's only started two games, but he does have 23 strikeouts and 22 innings. He's given up a lot of hard contact. I think that's probably the biggest issue when you're looking at him is just how much hard contact he's given up. Um, but he's given up all that hard contact, and he's still got a really high ISO number, so or a really low ISO number. So he is getting some ground balls on the on the fastball and stuff, and he's a top prospect you know not overall baseball but in this organization he's a top five prospect in the arizona organization he has a good fastball with a good slider um i, I know like i said i don't want to play him will but i don't know necessarily if i want to go and stack philadelphia in this game um any interest in jake Arietta on the other side of this game nope won't be playing him today either yeah, I don't mind Arietta against right-handed heavy teams. 293, Woba, 101 ISO, massive ground ball rate against righties. Uses that cutter to you know generate a lot of ground balls. Or sinker, not cutter, sorry. Um, but yeah, there's too many lefties in this lineup. Dyson, Marte, Peralta, Escobar, Alex Avelia's back. You know, too many lefties for me. I'm with you. Let's talk about these bats. Uh, what's standing out to you here for Arizona? 
Well, first of all, let's just just give it up. Uh, you know, I, I didn't catch a lot of the baseball games today because it was kind of an NBA day for me uh, in terms of watching the games. But uh, man, these guys went back to back to back. Uh, just outstanding. I saw I caught a clip on Sunday where Washington went back to back to back to back. And uh, man, if you had them stacked up, you were off to a great start. Uh, obviously, I, I think uh, I, I think Escobar is my favorite one, man. Just you know, two thirty six ice. So the K rate's up a little bit more than a couple of our other guys, but the walk rate's still at eleven percent, and more importantly, that fly ball rate at forty seven point four percent. That's got me really excited for this spot for him. Uh, really, really think he could he, he could do some damage here, uh, especially in terms of the sinker. Uh, you know, because that's pretty much what he's going to be getting thrown to him 50% of the time. And if you look at what he's doing on that pitch right now this season, he's got a 201 ISO, a 37.4% hard, hard hit rate. But more importantly, a 37.86% ground ball rate. He's, he's, it's either a line drive or, or a ball hit in the air. And he's the one guy, the one lefty uh, that I, I think could really go long here off Arietta. So he, he's my favorite. Obviously, the other guys will, will, will play well, but I did want to highlight him. Just seems to profile really well against Arietta's pitch mix. Yeah, I certainly like Escobar quite a bit. Um, I like Peralta as well. Um, and then Alex Avilia is not over 4K, so he's in play for me. So those are the guys that I'm really looking at. You know, I'm not going to hate on Dyson. I think he's really cheap on Fandle. Um, I don't have Fandle pricing up in front of me, but I know he was cheap on Fandle on Monday. Uh, I don't mind that. He's a guy that, you know, Arietta is a guy that gives up stolen bases. So if Dyson can get on base against Arietta, the upside for stolen base is pretty high. So don't mind Dyson as well if he's cheap over on Fandle. He's just he's a little priced up on DK. Um, I, I can't pay 4800 for Dyson when I can get Peralta for 46. So. Uh, as far as the Philly bats go, we, you know, I did highlight the guy is giving up a ton of hard contact. Is there any Philadelphia bats that you like here? Man, you know, I, I like a fair amount of these bats. Uh, he, he's definitely giving up more more hard contact uh, to lefties than righties right now. Um, so, with that being said, I mean, is there a hotter Philadelphia Philly than, than Jay Bruce. The problem is he's just, man, do you want to pay this price? I mean, he's cheaper than he was. Uh, $4,800 is not so bad. I mean, he didn't have a great day recently, but, I mean, I, I think Bruce has got to be on your list if you're thinking about playing the Phillies today. He's been he's been hitting really well. Uh, you know, the ISO numbers are there. The fly ball rate says 60.2%. I mean, you got to think. If he gets one down the middle and he can connect, you, you got to think it's leaving the yard. Uh, so he, he's my favorite. Um, you know, I mean, Duplantier is also throwing a sinker more more than fastball. He's throwing it thirty eight percent. I usually round up. Let's just say thirty nine percent, forty percent. You know, and, and Jay Bruce, you look at what he's doing on that pitch. It's pretty similar uh, to what we're getting from Escobar. So he, he's by far going to be my favorite. But on the right side of the plate, I mean, Reese Hoskins kind of the same type deal. Except his, his ISO is a 449 uh, and a 33.93% ground ball rate. And the other thing I didn't mention just about Escobar, it, like I said, he's got a similar profile to Bruce in the spot. I, I like to look at the contact percentage as well. And I mean, these guys are making contact over 80% of the time. So these guys are definitely two, two of my favorites on, on the Philly side. I still think Hoskins is too cheap 
Um, I talked about it on the Grinders Live show on Monday with Dean. I just I think Hoskins is too cheap. I think he's a guy you can certainly look at here. Um, Harper as well. You know, Harper is going to eventually. 4100. Jesus. Yeah, Hoskins and Harper are just too cheap for their talent level. Even Real Muto at 41. Like, I hate paying up for catcher, but some really good value on Philly. Even Gene Segura. Um, I just said I wasn't going to stack Philly, and then I saw their prices. Uh, you can make a really interesting stack with Philadelphia today. Uh, Mets and Yankees, game two of the doubleheader. Uh, Jason Vargas against James Paxton. No total on this one. Um, Vargas, any interest? No. Yeah, same thoughts as yesterday. Um, no interest in Vargas. Like the Yankees bats, we'll get there in a second. Uh, Paxton against the Mets. You know, depending on what we're looking at lineup-wise, there should be a lot of strikeouts in this lineup for Paxton. Yeah, I mean, I, I would definitely think so. Um, you know, and, and obviously we just hope that Paxton, Paxton can stay healthy. I, I think he's healthier. They wouldn't have thrown him out there. I, I hate playing Yankees pitchers right now uh, just because of the bullpen. And I don't expect Paxton to get in the jam here. But if we look at what happened at Toronto, I mean, he went 4.2 on 83 pitches with, with four Ks. This price really scares me, Stevie, especially if we're only getting, you know, 80 pitches again. You know, he, he he's coming off injury. You know, Kai, I think this is his third game off the injury now. I don't I don't know if they're going to limit him, but if he if he gets into any trouble, I think they're going to pull him. This price really scares me on Paxton. I like the matchup. I'm just not sure if I can pull the trigger on this price, knowing that they could potentially pull him in the 80 pitch range. Yeah, so it was kind of interesting. His first start back in San Diego, they said 60 to 75 pitches. They said 75 to 85 pitches in his second start with Toronto. So if you get the bump from that up to about 90 to 95, uh, this spot, there's a lot of strikeouts here. So yeah. I think the upside at 10-1 with 95 pitches is a lot better than the upside at 10-1 at 80 pitches. So, um, and it's the second half of the doubleheader. You might not have normal lineups out here. You know, they get to add, both teams get to add a 26 man. And, you know, I, I just think this is a spot that I think Paxson is potentially worth the risk of not going 90 pitches. And if the bullpen, you know, if Tanaka doesn't have a great game and they have to use the bullpen early, like, a lot of circumstances here, but when we're looking at like the top arms today, we have options. You know, Paxton's not the elite number SP one. You know, there's options. So, uh, as far as the Mets bats go, I don't mind taking a shot on Alonzo in a large field tournament, but he's it. Uh, nothing else. Yep, I, and I, I may not have any Mets uh, in this spot. So, um, yeah. this is real quick analysis, Stevie. I, you know. I'm not interested in these guys today. I'd rather you tell me that you're not interested instead of trying to talk about something that you don't like. Uh, so I appreciate that. <laughs> um, Yankees bats here against Vargas, though. I do like the Yankees. I think they're a top three stack on the slate, top five stack for sure. Um, all these bats are in play. It'd be interesting to see what they do. Does Sanchez catch the first game and DH the second game? It'd be interesting to see how they work this um, with the lineup. Yeah, definitely will. But uh, there, there's one guy that I hope is playing. I think we all know who that is. <laughs> My boy, DJ LeMayhew, man. Just, just you have to give it up to him, Stevie. The guy is smashing. And I, I don't know, man. He's, he's just, he's been really good. 
he's been really good. Just with runners in scoring position, it's been unreal uh, what what he's been doing at the plate. So I, I like LeMayhew. Um, you know, obviously, I, I think Luke Voigt's in play for sure. Uh, Gary the Goat's in play for sure. I mean, these guys have some pretty high K rates uh, against lefties on the season right now. Uh, but you know, and, and Vargas. Let me let me put this out there. Vargas hasn't been bad this season, or let's say awful. He hasn't been awful. He's been okay. But listen, you know, it, it, it's going to catch up to him. You know, he just put up a, a forty-one fantasy points against San Fran, twenty against the Dodgers. Uh, I think this is smoke and mirrors, folks. He can't continue this throughout the season. Not getting fooled. Uh, just just stack up these Yankees. Toronto at Baltimore, nine total. Trent Tor- Thornton against John Means. Pick him game. Any interest here in Thornton? I actually do have some interest in Thornton. Uh, I-, I think I think this is a spot where, you know, we can see Thornton have a good game. He's priced, I feel like, appropriately at 7K, you know, against a team that's, that's striking out a fair amount. Uh, will he give up some runs, Stevie? I absolutely think he's going to give up some runs, no doubt about it. But do I think he could get through this with six to seven strikeouts and give up three runs? I absolutely do. Uh, I, I think he's in play today. You know, when, when you look at what he's doing, I mean, it's pretty much fastball slider curve. Um, so I, I, I think he's fine here. I, I think for the price – for the matchup, you know, Baltimore has been hitting a little bit, but there, there are going to be some K's in this lineup. I think he's squarely in play uh, as an SP2 today. So I really want to see what the lineup looks like. I think he's going to be a guy that I kind of base my decision off of the lineup. Um, you know, with Dwight Smith Jr. going on the IL, they could potentially have VR, Sandin Tander, um, Cisco, Wilkerson, Riaz, Davis. There's still strikeouts, but they, they could potentially have six lefties in here. Mm-hmm. And even though Thornton has strikeout up his side against lefties, he's just struggling to get lefties out more when he's not striking them out. So a lot more hard contact, a lot more everything. So for me, it really depends on the lineup. But I think either way, the strikeout upside's there, and he's 7K. So uh, he's a guy that can go out and get you some strikeouts in this game for sure. Um, John Means on the other side of this game, you know, the Toronto team hasn't been great against lefties this season. Do you have any interest in him? Yeah, you know, this is kind of a similar situation. I I think Means is kind of in the same boat. Uh, I think he's got some upside as well at 7,100. You know, and it's pretty much the same analysis, Stevie. I expect him to give up some runs, but there are definitely strikeouts in this lineup, and I think I think that puts him squarely in play. Uh, you know, we look at you know what what he's going to be doing here. He's going to be throwing fastball slider mostly to lefties, uh, and then fastball change up to righties mostly. Um, so I I think he's in play. I think for seventy one hundred. I think him or Thornton. Really, I think they're probably about equal. I, I, I got them both, I think, you know, 15, 20 points. And I think I'd take that from, from either one of these guys today. Identical analysis in my book. Yeah, you know, the only other difference here is the Blue Jays, their 27th team WOBA. They have the fifth lowest WRC plus against lefties this season, and they're striking out as a team at a 24.1% clip. So, 
Um, I, I agree with you. It's pretty much they're kind of the same spots. Um, any interest in the Toronto Bats? Um, I, I think I'm going to pick and choose here. I mean, it's a really big slate, and I, I just don't – very rarely is Toronto going to take down a, a slate for me. I think the K rates are there. Now, you know, Mr. Guriel's been hitting really well. I mean, 355 ISO. The K rate's ridiculously high at 33%, but if he makes contact, it's probably leaving the yard at least one of his at-bats. Uh, I don't mind him. Obviously, I don't mind Vlad. You know, I love this K rate on Vlad, man, 11.1%. You know, when I see things like that, I know hitting's going to catch up. Uh, so I think those those are my, my two favorite. I don't I don't mind Sogard in the lefty-lefty spot. But uh, but yeah, I think Vlad and and Guriel are my favorites. I feel like Grichuk will catch up. I feel like Hernandez. I feel like things will normalize as the season goes on. But if I had to pick two bats right now, I, I'd go with Guriel and Vlad. Yeah, I don't hate that Vlad. You know, not having great success great success against lefties um, in his short time so far. But you know, one seventy nine Babbitt just getting a little unlucky. Um, Still a 206 ISO, so I don't mind Vlad. Um, Gary L, like you said, he's been really good. So don't mind those two guys for sure. Um, you know, Smoke had been really good against lefties for a long time, but his numbers have greatly improved against righties, and he struggled more against lefties. So, <coughs> And plus, can't hate on the um, Toronto catchers. They're really cheap. So uh, yeah. Baltimore hitters, what's standing out here for you for Baltimore? Well, I mean, you know, you, you talked about the lefties. But even outside of the lefties, man, you know, Trey Mancini is always going to be my favorite Baltimore hitter, period. Uh, he, he's going to be my favorite. Um, you know, Santander's up there at the top, you know, and which I think he's going to play. Don't you think Santander's going to play? I, I think he is, for sure. Yeah, um, his numbers are mediocre every time he's gotten called up. But, yeah, I think he'll play. Yeah, I mean, I just – I think if you're hunting for for a cheap bat, you know I I think he's fine. Um, you know I think he kind of gives you, uh, you know a, a little bit of salary relief. I mean he's thirty eight hundred, not not too expensive. You know I'm and I know Wilkes is like thirty four, but you know I I think if if you feel like he can kind of get get you across the finish line with a double and an RBI or something, I think you take it. And then of course Cisco at thirty six hundred. That might be a little bit more expensive than your book, but I think he'll be in play as well. But I'm definitely not stacking this team. I'd be trying to find my home run out of it. And those would be a couple guys that, that I look at. Yep. I uh, don't hate that. You know, really, really, really don't really love anything. Um, Wilkerson's cheap. I like that. That's kind of it for me. Um, I was trying to pull it up. Uh, Ruiz is only 3K, but you got to use your third base position. So if you're yeah. looking for a fantasy draft play, um, I don't mind him on fantasy draft where you're, you're getting a save, um, a third base spot on him. So, yeah. Uh, Cincinnati at Cleveland, eight and a half total. Luis Castillo, Trevor Bauer, um, pick him. It's, it's a slight favorite towards Bauer, I guess. Um, any interest here in Luis Castillo? Yeah, man. Um, I think I'm always going to have interest in Castillo on most days. Uh, you know, I just think I, I think his upside is always going to warrant the interest. He's 10-4 today. 
I think I play, you know, Castillo over Paxton in, in my book. I definitely think he's got the upside. Obviously, we know the pitch count's going to be there. So I, I'm interested in Castillo. There will be some strikeouts in this lineup as well. Uh, you know, especially at the bottom as of right now, Bowers, Martin, Perez, Naquin. I mean, these guys don't, you know, all these guys haven't been playing all year. Uh, but, you know, I, I still think the strikeouts are there. Jose Ramirez, Lindor, obviously I think they're, they're, they're getting better. But, you know, I, I still think Castillo has the stuff uh, to mow these guys down. And I've talked about this earlier on, on another pod, but I just like the fact that Castillo's pretty even on both sides of the plate right now. Uh, outside of a little bit more hard contact to lefties. And that's something that, that, that I really like about him right now. So uh, Castillo is one of my favorite plays of the day. Yeah, I like him as well. Um, you know, you just look at his lineup and there's just not a lot to worry about. You know, Carlos Santana and Lindor, really the only two guys I worry about. I know I, I just – I'm still really concerned with Jose Ramirez. He just doesn't look the same this season so far. So – um, yeah, I like Luis Castillo. I think he has a lot of upside here. And then on the Cleveland side, uh, Bauer, I don't even hate Bauer. I do worry about like his struggles with lefties this season because they do have a few lefties that they can throw at him here. Um, I guess it's more than a few now. Um, you know, Barnhart, Winker, Dietrich, Votto, and Van Meter. Um, I guess he's going to be facing more lefties and righties here which might be a reason to kind of stay away from Bauer in this spot, um, in this price range. He doesn't really, like, scream, you know, a great play anyway because I think, like, I'd pay up for some of these guys right above him. So I think I'm going to probably pass on Bauer today. Yeah, man, um, I, I, I totally get it. I, I, I think that's, that's a great strategy. The crazy thing about Bauer is he's still putting up okay games, giving up all these runs because he's still – getting some strikeouts like you know he's giving up five runs but he's getting seven k's so he's not he's not getting a negative or he's not in like single digits but you know we we need more upside at, at 9900 and uh you know obviously I, I think i definitely play paxton over bauer and I'm, I'm not i don't have any intention to play paxton right now so i definitely don't have any intentions of uh playing bauer um I don't think I'd pick on Bauer here, but if I was going to play somebody from the Reds, it'd probably be Dietrich. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I, I think we pick on them in tournaments, in tournaments, and I think multi-entry. I don't think I run one lineup out there or maybe in a three-entry max. I don't think I, I play any Reds uh, in terms of a stack. But I, I think if anybody out there is considering going, you know, 20 or more lineups, I, I think the Reds need to be in there because I, I don't know, man, he's, he's – He's just been giving up so many runs recently. I think I think with these lefties, you take a stab. Uh, and if for some reason they beat him up where they have to pull him out, you could be in for a nice little payday. But that that's my only thing. I, I wouldn't do it if I was, you know, three to five entry max. Yeah, he's the highest priced pitcher on FanDuel today. I didn't realize that Bauer is. And Dietrich's only 2700 over there. So, yep. um, Cleveland Bats. You know, I mentioned Lindor, Santana. I worry about those guys, but I really don't think I'm going to play anybody from Cleveland here. Yeah. Um, maybe Lindor, like maybe, because Lindor has been hitting pretty well. But that's about it. I'm not I'm not going out of my way to uh, 
to, to play any of these guys. All right, moving on. We got Texas at Boston. Ariel Gerardo against Darwin's and Hernandez. Um, any interest here in Gerardo? Oh, uh, absolutely not. Yeah, I'm probably going to pass, too. I will say, like, you know, he's not been terrible this year. It's not like he's given up a ton of runs or a ton of home runs. He's been kind of mediocre in his starts. Um, you know, a lot of his numbers this season have been out of the bullpen, but he's had three starts and really has pitched decent in all three of those starts. So, you know, it's definitely something to note um, when you're looking at bats against him. Uh, as far as Darwinson on the other side of this game, you know, one of the top prospects in the Red Sox organization um, has some really good stuff. And, you know, one of the things that I like about him in this spot, Will, is he is a lefty. And I like Texas or lefties against Texas. He's not only a lefty, he has explosive stuff. This dude throws gas um, and he has a really good curveball. Um, so I, I really like, you know, a lefty that throws 95 with a good curveball here against Texas. Yeah, man, I'm with you 100%. Uh, I, I, I think he's in play. Um, I think when we look at the K rates for some of these guys, like, for instance, right now against lefties, Chu is at 32.3% on the season, which is one of their better hitters. Uh, if Santana's playing 37 and a half, I, it's, a, it's a little dicey in the middle when you look at, like, DeShields, Andrews, Pence. But I think, you know, what's working in his favor is, you know, they're not really hitting fly balls. Uh, you know, Pence, I, I, Pence has just been on fire, but even him, I, I think, you know, I feel like this guy could be the great equalizer, man. Small sample size, you know, he's at 33.3% on the season right now. Very few bats. I think that's 12 plate appearances. But the bottom line is, you know, you can't you can't overlook what he's doing in terms of, of speed, the velocity. I mean, he's getting up to, you know, average of about 94, about 82 on the slider. Uh you know, whiff rate of 66.7. And that's just, that. like I said, very, 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 very small sample size. But I think it demonstrates what, what he can accomplish here at the big league. So I'm, I'm actually excited. This is, a, this is a start I would like to watch. And uh, let, let's see what he's made of. My, my only question, Stevie, is, you know, how, how many pitches do you think he gets? 70 pitches, 70, 75? You know, do, do you think that's kind of his, his max today? Uh, probably close. Um, I was, I was looking, I was trying to find it really quick. He got, he was supposed to start, um, over the weekend in his double A start. Um, yes, double A, you know, this is where he's at right now. So, uh, he was supposed to start in that game. I was, I was trying to pull up a box score to see what he threw in his last, um, start. I was doing that while you were talking. So, um, I'm almost there. <laughs> All good, man. Listen, no, no biggie. Hey, folks, this is this is a part of the grind, you know. Trying to make sure we give out. Well, this is a this, uh, for what it's worth. It's it's what I it's what I usually do like during the day is I start digging into this a lot more and and seeing. But it's a good question. Um, certainly, you know, he has been a guy that's been starting, so it's kind of tough to think that he won't get normal amount. I'm finally got it pulled up here. Let's see, he threw. 
Um. All right. He threw. Where is it at? Uh, let's see. Oh, here it is. It doesn't show me. Oh, there it is. He threw 21 pitches. Hold on. This wasn't his start. <laughs> uh, all right, Will. His last start. <laughs> June 2nd was his last start, uh, not the 8th. He threw 97 pitches in that start. Okay. And, and that, that, that was his double-A start, right? Yep, so he is kind of stretched out. Um, he yeah. has struggled with walks in AAA or AA um, this season. His whip is pretty high because of yeah. walks. But, you know, it, it's certainly not like a lock and load spot. How about that? Well, I mean, I, I don't know, man. This K, the K rate is still pretty similar. To that. I think he's at around 31%. In the, I mean, I know it's AA. It's not the majors. And, yeah, the walks were up. I'm with you. I, I I think the K rate is a great neutralizer, though. If he could, if he doesn't give up a bomb with a guy on base, I think he, he he can skate around this team. So here's here's the thing, right? You know, we're our next game is the Miami game, and we can revisit this. But are you playing him? or Are you playing Dakota Hudson, um, who is 6200 facing Miami? So we'll we'll talk about that in a few minutes. Um, that, that's kind of that's kind of the debate. Like on my first initial research is what I'm looking at for my SP two today. Um, I'm looking at these yeah. two guys. So um, as far as the Texas bats go, you know Hunter Pence has been great against lefties this season. I will say it is a double A pitcher making his you know, second appearance in the majors. Um, so if you want to roll out a Texas stack here, not going to hate on it, uh, you know, but I do think they do struggle enough with lefties that, I, I, you know, he's in play. Yeah, I mean, his first start against Detroit, he, he got through two and a third with four hits, one walk, four Ks. Uh, and that's that, that was 50 pitches. I mean, that was – you know, in April, but I mean, it was 50 pitches. If you think he gets through 70 pitches, maybe that's what four innings, maybe seven. You know, I'm not trying to over project. I'm really trying to think this through. I guess maybe his max today is what five innings, seven or eight Ks. Probably close. I wouldn't be shocked if he does like 85 pitches here. If he's pitching well, I wouldn't be shocked if he does like 85 pitches. Okay. Yeah, he I mean, threw 97 I, in his last double A start. He's certainly stretched out. Yeah, I mean, I, I I guess I wouldn't rank him. I like him because of the matchup. I still don't think I'd rank him ahead of my other two guys in uh, Baltimore and Toronto, Thornton and, and Means. But I, I I think they're on the same group because I think this guy has more upside overall in terms of actual K rate. You know, the other guys I think we're maybe leaning more on the K rate because of the bad matchup, where this guy has kind of a a rough, a bad matchup, and he's actually got the K rate already. So, I, I, th I think, I think he's in play. Um, I, I think you take a shot on him because I think he does have twenty five point upside if, if, if everything breaks right. Anyway, that's that's where I'm at. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Um, thoughts here on the Texas bats? Yeah, I mean, man, honestly, it's probably just Hunter Pence. I, I'm not trying to rush to play these guys. A lot of these guys are keeping the ball on the ground. Hunter Pence has just been so great this year, man. Low K rate, high ISO, uh, you know, so I, I think he'd be the only guy. Other than that, I'm, I'm not stacking Texas today. 
unless Roth gives us some just outstanding news that's just like, hey, you need to play everybody in this game, um, I, don't, I don't think I'm going to rush to stack these guys. Yeah, again, I don't mind potentially stacking Texas just because of they're facing a really young pitcher. But for the most part, I think that I'll probably stay away from these guys. As far as Boston goes here, I don't mind looking at some of these Boston bats, Benintendi, Devers, um, Bogarts, but they're not my favorite stack today, and they're expensive. Yeah, I mean, I, I totally get it, man. Maybe uh, you know I'm not a Boston fan, but I do understand that I think this team is, is a lot better than, than what we're seeing. Uh, you know, the one thing about Gerardo, uh, despite the fact that the fly ball rate isn't, isn't, isn't there, so to speak, he's still giving up a lot of hard contact. The woe with the righties is still at 372. Uh, the ISO is still at 225. Yes, the K rate is higher. Yes, he's keeping the ball on the ground. But I, I'm really not worried about that when I'm looking at a guy – uh, you know, like Mookie, who on the season right now, despite the fact that he hasn't been great, man, the ISO is at 222, the K rate is at 15%, the walk rate is at 16.4, and the fly ball rate is at 44.8%. I just think Mookie is, is is a prime target today in terms of home runs. I really like him here. I, I know he's, you know, maybe a little bit more exp- expensive that, than we would – we would like to pay, so 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 to speak, um, because of his his lack of performance overall. But I still think at forty eight hundred, uh, he, he's got a chance to do some serious damage. So he's my favorite Boston bat, uh, even though you know he's he's more of a fan favorite. I, I just I like him today. I, I think this lines up well for him. All right, uh, let's move on. St. Louis at Miami, Dakota Hudson against Eliza Hernandez. Um, any interest here in Dakota Hudson? Oh boy, I, I, Stevie, this this was a tough one for me because Hudson hasn't been getting lit up. Like he hasn't really gotten shelled. I think maybe since earlier this season, but man, he doesn't have the K, the K rate is just very unimpressive, and I think that's I think that's what kind of has me shying away from this matchup, even though it's Miami. Uh, I, I just I feel like I want a little bit more upside from him. So uh, I think he's on the list because I don't think he'll give up a lot of runs. But, man, can we get five to six Ks out of him through six innings? That would be outstanding. If we, if we could get that, I, I for sure want to lock and load him. I, I'm just not sure if he's going to get five to six Ks. Yeah, you know, he's a guy that I don't mind playing left-handed bats against you know, for the most part, but I don't like righties against him. You know, he's a guy that generates a ton of ground balls just in general. Uh, uses a sinker about 60% of the time. When he's not using a sinker, he throws a slider. Like, he's really a two-pitch pony. But that's one of the reasons why lefties do not struggle against him, but righties do. So, I like Hudson a lot here. I think I'm leaning Hudson over Hernandez for cash games. Um, you know, I don't mind going the other way in tournaments, but will do yourself a favor listeners do yourself a favor go look at the data for the marlins hitters against sinkers and you're just going to fall in love with this spot for hudson i didn't like waka on monday because i thought it was bad chalk he got there fair enough it worked out i was wrong never admit being wrong or never am afraid to admit being wrong Um, but i love hudson here Uh, i think he's going to be very chalky and i just don't care 
Um, the other side of this game, you know, we, we do have a younger pitcher here. Eliezer uh, Hernandez, you know, when we're looking at him, he's a guy that doesn't have a big strikeout rate in, in AAA. Um, you know, this season he has a much higher strikeout rate than he has in his career. A lot of stuff I've read on him is he just doesn't have secondary stuff. Um, and if you're a guy that doesn't have secondary stuff facing a good offense like St. Louis, you're going to struggle. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, I, I, went, I went and looked at last year's numbers and, you know, the only thing that's different to me, in my opinion, just, you know, on the surface here, if you just kind of look at the basic things or, or the advanced things now that we almost think are basic because we're so used to looking at them, nothing's changed really. The X-Trips at 6.17, the K rate was at 15.8, uh, BAVIP 291, ground ball rate at 29.2%. Uh, give, giving up a ton of fly balls, Stevie, uh, both sides of the plate. Uh, ISO 214, the lefties, Woba 386. That was last season. Hasn't had a lot of, you know, plate appearances this season, so I didn't want to really, really go through too much. But last season, this guy really, I mean, as you can hear from these numbers, uh, just kind of struggled. And, and I think one of the reasons, you know, listen, he's going to be primarily fastball uh, the whole game. And I, I think, you know, for a team that, that hits fastballs well, you got to think they're just going to sit on it uh, and, and make him pitch today. Uh, you know, all these guys on this team, except Colton Wong, as of right now, have an ISO uh, above 200. And, I mean, it hadn't been a whole lot of batted ball events, so, so to speak. I mean, most are, you know, in the 50 range outside of Harrison Bader. But uh, I just – I got to think these guys are going to sit fastball. Pretty much everybody has a contact rate above 80% or around 80%. Colton Wong's at 79 point. 07. Um, and then, you know, the whiff rates here aren't, aren't that impressive. I just, you, you got to think St. Louis is just going to sit on this guy and make him pitch. I, I think this is one of the top stacks of the day, uh, even playing in Miami. I, I really like these guys. Yeah. And make sure you check the roof, man. It'd be an amazing spot if the roof is open here. Um, nobody would really pay attention to it too much, but I, I like St. Louis a lot. <laughs> Tougher ballpark, but a guy that they can certainly just pound in this spot. Oh, so gosh. they can score a lot of runs in this spot. So I certainly like St. Louis. Uh, as far as Miami goes, I, I really don't like anything. Um, Hudson's just generating so many ground balls against righties. That's probably – it's just a pass spot for me. Yep, yeah, I'm with you, man. We're just going to ease on down the road. Uh, down the road, indeed. Oakland at Tampa Bay. Uh, no total on this one. Fires against Steinek. Steinek's going to start for probably throw an inning or two, and then Jalen Beeks is going to come in. Um, any interest here in Fires? No, absolutely not. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Um, as far as Beeks goes, I'm probably going to pass on him too. Yep, no Beeks today. I mean, listen, I've been – you know, unfortunately, been been able to play Beaks a little bit this season and have been able to benefit from some weak offenses, but th this just isn't the spot. It's just not the spot. First guy in my cash lineup today, Will Chris Davis with a K. Uh, crush is thirty seven hundred dollars on DraftKings facing Beaks for for at least two at bats, probably. Um, <laughs> Davis has a 382 ISO 447 Woba against left-handed pitching this season. Chapman 362 ISO 379 Woba. Really like those two guys. Don't mind Piscotty. 
if Pinder gets the start, knowing that they're going to be facing Beeks, um, I certainly like him as well. But I like Oakland. I feel like they're very underpriced today. I wonder if somebody else was supposed to start because they're criminally underpriced today. Yeah, man. Um, you know, you, you brought up the DK pricing. I'll, I'll throw my, my FanDuel pricing in there. Chris Davis is 3600 on FanDuel. You know, very rarely will we get these prices almost identical. Uh, that tells you how affordable he is across the industry today. Uh, same thing for Matt Chapman on FanDuel. He's 3600 as well. I, I think this team is underpriced for sure. Uh, I, I, think, I think we hop on board while we can. Uh, when we look at beats on the season – the K rate isn't awful. I mean, he's at 21.5%. And the XFIP isn't bad either. He's at, he's at 4.17. Um, but I just know that this team overall, if you look at the ISO numbers, man, oh, gosh, they just uh, – against lefties. And Josh Fegley, it, 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 is he going to play today? Uh, Stevie, that might be that might be a guy you pencil in for yourself there. Uh, if we can get some, some Mr. Fegley action. Uh, he might be a guy that, that you can look at it and throw in your lineups as well. Uh, I, I like these guys. Uh, Fegley, Fegley may be, uh, you know, my favorite catcher of the day on, on draft case at 3,600, especially if he's batting in the nine spot. You got to think he's not going to get a lot of ownership. Uh, this team may not get a lot of ownership. But, man, 294 ISO, 44.8% fly ball rate uh, against a guy that, Keeps the ball on the ground most of the time. This has got me excited. So I, I, I like these guys a lot today. Um, as far as the Tampa bats here, um, they let me down yesterday. Will they were one of my favorite stacks, and you know I still got the Diaz homer and I got the Brandon Lau homer. So like I'm not gonna complain. Or not yeah. Diaz, Choi, um, home run. So I got like two out of the four that I played in my cash line. I hit home runs. So like I'm not complaining whatsoever. Um, yeah. But man, I thought they were going to do a lot more than they did. Uh, but I like this spot. Fire is a low strikeout guy. This team's already a really high contact team and they have power. So um, I, I like the bats here. I like Diaz. I like Lau. I like Meadows. I like Fam. I like Choi. Um, I don't hate Garcia, but he's probably my least favorite of the group. Yeah, yeah, I get it, man. I think this team's good, you know, man, one through seven, I think. Man, maybe even one through nine in this spot. Um, but I, th I think one through six, obviously, I think those are going to be the, the best plays. Uh, but but even Kiermaier, I, I like him today. I, I, I like this team, man. I, I think this is a good spot for a game stack, Stevie, especially when you've got half of the team where, you know, they're, they're just very affordable. You know, half the team is very affordable. Um, and then you got the other half where, you know, you got Diaz at 41, still pretty affordable. Uh, you've got uh, Brandon Lau at 48, not too bad. Uh, you know, Austin Meadows, you know, we're going to have to pay for him, and that's fine. I, I think this is a good spot for a game stack, Steve. I, I think we can pull it off, especially when we've got uh, Davis and Piscotti in that 3K range. You know, Pender, 3,400. My boy, Fegley, 36. I think we can pull off a game stack here if you really like this game. I think I think this is a good a good game stack that no one's going to play. It's 15 games. Ownership would be low anyway, but I think this is a good game stack. Pittsburgh at Atlanta, 10 total. Chris Archer, Mike Fultonevich. Um, Fulte is a 142 favorite here. Um, any interest here in Chris Archer? 
No, I can't do it, man. Um, you know, I know he had a, a nice start uh, his last time out, but I, I, I can't do it. Not, not today. Not, not against the Braves. Yeah, he pitched well, really well against the Braves in his last start. Um, it's the second straight start that he's actually pitched really well in, but I can't go back to the well. I've talked about it before. I don't like pitchers facing the same team back-to-back. And that goes for both these guys today. Fulty was not terrible in the Pittsburgh start. I played him in that start. Um, was definitely hoping for more in that game. He had six innings. He allowed three earned runs, two home runs. Um, had five strikeouts in that game. I think Fulty... What's that? I said, I think it was back-to-back home runs in that game, too. I think it was Moran and Polanco. I think, because wasn't that an early slate game? I'm pretty sure it was an early slate game. Or it was on a, a smaller late slate. It, it was on a smaller slate. Okay. I remember playing Fulty. So. Yeah. Um, I don't really have any interest in Fulty. Um, do you have any interest in him here? No, man. The, 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 both of these guys are going to be scratch-offs for me today. Both. Uh, let's talk bats. You know, Obviously, Josh Bell is popping on everything today. It's a great spot for him. Moran, after starting the season really slow, has been really hitting the ball well. Polanco, I like that little three-man there. Um, Bell, Moran, Polanco. Uh, this ballpark is built for left-handed power bats, and those three guys really stand out to me here. Yeah, man, for sure. Uh, let's throw my boy Reynolds in there. Or not my boy, but let's throw Mr. Reynolds in there as well. I mean, he does have the ISO numbers, but I think he's got you know a chance to, to get driven in uh in terms of run so he, he's another guy i'll have my eye on for this stat you know when it comes down to Fulty, i feel like Fulty hasn't changed you know if he's going to give up the power if he's going to give up runs i feel like it's going to be mostly to the lefties and uh you know that, that's kind of where i'm going to attack i know this season looks a little different but I, i'm going to stick with his long-term numbers and the long-term numbers tell me that it, his his achilles heel is the lefties and uh, I, I'm really excited to uh, definitely load up Josh Bell. Just having an outstanding season. Uh, you know, these guys are winning more games. And, we're, you know, he, he, he could be an MVP candidate. So I, I like him today, Moran. You already talked about him. And Reynolds, those are kind of my favorites. Remember a long time ago when Freddie Freeman didn't have any home runs? Um, 18 home runs on the season now. Five home runs in the last nine games. Um, yes. Two of the best first baseman plays on the slate are in this game. Um, really like Freeman and Bell, but Freeman's a guy that I really like as well. Um, I don't love the Braves today. I, I think that they could get to Archer here. I think they score some runs, but I really, really like this spot for Freeman. Yeah, man, for sure. Um, I, I think I think this is a good fantasy draft fan duel day if you really like this game because you can get away with playing them both. You could play Freeman and bell i definitely think that's something i will be exploring today uh i am gonna ride with my brave share i know they hung a number today uh but i'm going to side with them again i, I think freeman markakis uh two two of my favorite plays in this spot uh and you know even though you know archer's been struggling more with lefties this season um i i'm still going to sprinkle in a few a few other bats man acuna He's starting to heat up again. Uh, look out, world! And so I, I, I don't mind Acuna because if they get to uh, Archer early or early by early, I mean maybe the first three to four innings, we'll get a little bit of bullpen. Not that their bullpen is awful, 
but I just think, you know, it just really increases the run potential. So I, I like the Braves here, and uh, I, I will be looking to stack them. Yeah, and you could potentially get the bad part of the bullpen if it's an early, early outing. So yeah, um, Albie's, you know, coming off a couple home runs on, you know, Monday. Obviously, I think that's good for him. He needs to get it going. They need him. They need his bat. Um, so he, he had a good weekend too. He had a good weekend series in Miami, kept it rolling here. So, um, do not mind Albies. He's really cheap compared to where he's usually priced at. Um, Robin hood is an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, ETFs on options and cryptos, all commission free while other brokers just charge up to $10 for every trade. Robin hood doesn't charge any commission fees. So you can trade stocks and keep all your profits. Plus, there is no account minimum deposit needed to get started, so you can start investing at any level. The simple, intuitive design of Robinhood makes investing easy for newcomers and experts alike. View easy-to-understand charts and market data and place a trade in just four taps on your smartphone. You can also view collections such as 100 Most Popular. With Robinhood, you can learn how to invest in the, in the market as you build your portfolio. Discover new stocks, track your favorite companies, and get custom notifications for price movements so you never miss the right moment to invest. Robinhood is giving listeners of Roto-Grinders a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help build your portfolio. Sign up now at fantasyfix.robinhood.com. That's fantasyfix.robinhood.com. We move on to the 8 o'clock games. We got Washington at Chicago. Nine and a half total here. Patrick Corbin, Manny Benuelos. Um, Corbin, a big favorite here, Will. 196 favorite facing the White Sox. Do you have interest in Corbin? Um, I know he's been struggling recently, but uh, on paper, it seems like a really good spot. Yeah, it sure does. Uh, I, I think you need to have some interest. I don't think we need to write this guy off just yet. Uh, you know, th this Chicago White Sox team could – could could clear all all, all woes here, and uh, I I think we we keep him on our list. Uh, I don't think he's a guy we write off. He's proven to us that he does have the stuff. The only problem is he's priced at ten three, and I just like a couple other guys better. But I think that makes him really interesting for tournaments. I mean, we we know what he can do. You know, it's just if he can put it together today, he could put up a, a, a fantasy performance uh, that could be slate breaking. I mean, we've seen this guy go over 30 points, one, two, three, four, four or five times this season already. This is a spot that he can get it done. Uh, I definitely think we consider rolling him out in tournaments in this spot. I wouldn't do it for cash. The K rate is down this season so far, but this is a team I think he can get the job done with. Uh, I, I'm interested. Jimmy Corbin. It's just I like a couple other guys better. Yeah, he's gonna you know see pretty much all righties here, but the upside is certainly there. Um, yeah, you know one other thing, like you know, you just have to think about here is you know Moncada is a little banged up. You know, he left the game on Monday, um, so that might take out one of their better bats. This team doesn't walk very much, um, so you know, you could get a team like Washington uh, or Chicago chasing. So um, it'd be really interesting to see which the, what umpire he has behind the plate, too. I think that's going to make a little bit of a difference for today's slate. Ben Walos has been really, really bad um, against both sides of the plate. Um, I have zero interest in playing him today. Yeah, man. Uh, Washington, whew, they're up there today in terms of, of stats. I think they're my second – Favorite stack. We haven't gotten to my favorite yet, but my, I think this is my second favorite stack on the day. Uh, my goodness. The, they're an outstanding spot. 
Yeah, it's certainly a really good spot for Washington. You know, Rendon, Kendrick, Dozier, Robles, all very much in play. Whoever the catcher is, whether it be Suzuki or Gomes, uh, don't forget about Turner. Uh, I like all the Washington bats here. Um, this is definitely a spot that I'm going to be looking at Washington as a stack and is filling in some pieces on my cash game lineup as well. Yeah, for sure. Um, man, I, uh, I, I'm excited. I just hope they don't let me down. Uh, but I, I, I like them, man. The, the, the ISO numbers are there. The WOBA numbers are there. The fly ball race is there. Just pull it up, folks. Uh, it, it's all, I mean, Ben Welos is just right for the picking right now. We got to hop on this train while we can. I hope they don't pull him and start someone else because of his poor performances prior to uh, first pitch. I, I I just think this is one of the top stacks of the day. Yeah, Brian Dozier, not a guy that I've played a ton of this season, but this is an incredible spot for him. He's been crushing lefties all year. Um, he's a guy that gets the ball up in the air and usually doesn't hit it in the infield. His air distance is really good against lefties. So um, I like this spot for him a lot. He's certainly a guy that I'm going to be playing uh, quite a bit. He's only 4K, so it's easy to make it work with him as well. Uh, you can do a nice little like five, six, seven stack. Howie Kendrick's expensive, but Robles and Dozier are pretty cheap. So uh, you can make this stack work, and it looks really good. So as far as the White Sox, I really don't have any interest. You know, James McCann throughout his career has been better against lefties, but I like a few other catchers a little bit more than McCann on the slate, uh, especially at his price. So it's probably going to be a pass for me as far as uh, the White Sox bats go. Yeah, for sure. And then just if we, if we can roll it back one quick second, uh, Jan Gomes is 3K if he's in the lineup. Uh, catcher, cheap catcher, especially out uh, on the day so far. Yeah, that'd be fantastic. Um, you know me and cheap catchers. So, uh, All right, moving on here. We got Milwaukee at Houston. Freddie Peralta against Brad Peacock, nine total. Peacock, a very slight favorite here. Any interest here in Freddie Peralta? Uh, you know, not really. I, I don't I don't like the price. I mean, obviously, man, look, we know Freddie's got the upside. If he's on that day, if he's hitting his spots, we, we, we understand he's got the upside. But I, I think I'm going to pass on Freddie. I, I don't like this price. I, I really don't want to pay this for him today. Uh, and so that that's kind of got me off of him. But other, other than that, you know, that's about it. He does have the upside, but I, I don't like the price, Steve. I just I don't like it. Yeah, I don't like the price either. 9,200 seems like a lot. Um, the matchup's not great either against Houston. They just don't strike out. They're really tough to play pitchers yeah. against because they just don't strike out. So even some of the guys they've called up um, are not striking out very much. So, you know, for me, I'll probably stay away um, from Peralta here. Um, any interest in Peacock? Maybe. Uh, but I just – I think it, for these two guys – like. Peralta's 92, Peacock's 88. I think I'd rather just spin down to a Thornton, to a Means. Uh, you know, some of our other cheap guys, Hudson, uh, Darwin. I, I'd rather just spin down to those guys. So I, I think Pe- Peacock is off. He's not in play for me today. It has some upside, but I, I'd rather just spin down. Yep. I don't think I play Peacock here. Um, it's just Milwaukee's really good, and he struggles against lefties. Too many lefties. Yeah. Um, Milwaukee hitters, Yelich, Rustakis, Grandall, Dames, <laughs> like the lefties Listen, that we were just gotten talking about. Man, look, M- Mustakis, Stevie, I-, I feel like, I, you know what I need to do? I just need to order a Mike Mustakis jersey. 
I feel like Mike Moustakis hits a home run every time I play him. And I don't play him every day. But when I fire him up, he just seems to come through in the clutch. And what he's been doing, Steve, is he's been teasing me. He's been waiting until the eighth and ninth inning to just send him out of the park. And, man, it's been riveting. And so I need to put that on my DFS to-do list, purchase Mike Moustakis jersey. Uh, do I like him today? Yes. I th- I don't think I stacked these guys. I think I went off them. Uh, so I definitely went off Yelich, went off Moustakis, went off Grand Dollar if you want to pay pay that price at catcher, Dame Shaw. I know there's a lot of lefties, but I still don't want to stack these guys. So uh, I, I think maybe I mini stack two to three, but that would be about it. Yeah, I was going to say mini stack certainly in play as well um, when you're looking at building this team. Uh, as far as Houston goes, like one of my favorite plays on the entire slate is Jordan Alvarez. Um, he got called up over the weekend. This dude has 23 home runs and 213 at-bats at AAA this season. He's yeah. hitting in the PCL. He's crushing the ball. He's a 399 ISO and 213 at-bats this season. Um, hit a home run, I think, in his first game uh, over the weekend. Yeah. He got called up. Yeah. So underpriced on DraftKings. I don't even know if he's in the player pool on FanDuel, but um, I, I love him here. Um, absolutely love, love, love him here. Um, on his, Let's see if he – He's 2500 on FanDuel, um, so another yep. little cheapy over there on FanDuel. And, man, look, I caught a really cool story. Uh, he hit his first home run, and uh, there's a guy out there in the audience that caught it, and uh, he actually returned the ball to him. He said, yeah, this probably means more to him than it will to me. He actually gave the ball back, and they weren't trying to, like, make him give it back. He, he wanted to give it back. So how cool was that for a fan to really support this 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 up-and-coming uh let, let's just say star for now or up and coming you know uh, uh outfielder and, and gave him the ball back man I, I just thought that was really cool story i caught over the weekend as i was reading a few articles yeah hopefully they did something for him that's cool yep yeah a team to sign the bat sign a bat for him or something like that that's all, that, <laughs> yeah. that kind of stuff's cool to me yeah i know that's what i'm saying i mean you know speaking of that when i took my daughter to the game we, we actually got two balls she got a promotional ball uh from 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 one from the mascot and then we got another one where we uh we got one of our home home run balls authentic minor league ball by the way which was pretty cool for us. she had a blast i know i didn't really get to talk about that but that's something that came to my mind at any rate i'm with you uh, i like alvarez I, I like bregman as well man i i, I think he's going to be fine uh hopefully michael bradley gets going like him and, uh, you know, I think those are kind of my favorites, though. And um, yeah, I think those guys will be fine. But I don't want to fully stack this team either. This is more of a mini stack approach as well. I do like the price on Brantley. I think he's a good cash game play at 4100 um, You could yeah. build a really solid cash lineup today using these guys in that, like, lower 4K range that we keep talking about. Yep. Uh, Seattle at Minnesota. We have Mike Leak against Martin Perez, 10 total here. Uh, any interest in Mike Leak? No. Yeah, that's a hard pass for me as well. Uh, the guy has a 16% K rate on the season, 4.55 XFIP, uh, not missing bats. Uh, high hard contact rate, low soft contact rate, hard to soft contact ratio around 26%, 248 ISO to righties, 221 ISO to lefties. So going to be a spot that I definitely stay away. Um, as far as Seattle goes, um, I mean, as far as Martin Perez goes, like Seattle's a team that strikes out a ton uh, against left-handed pitching. Um, and Perez is a guy that has had bright spots this season, 
He's struggled in his last couple starts. But, Will, like 6,700. I'm not saying cash games here, as I still prefer Dakota Hudson for cash. But he's faced his team once already this season and put up 25. Like, the tournament upside of 6,700 is there today. Chuck, 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 Chuck. I think we pulled the trigger in cash, man. I, I, I know <laughs> that sounds crazy for Martin Perez, but this team has struggled so much against lefties. I think we do it. I think we could get away with it today, Stevie. Uh, you know, Domingo's been great on the front half of the season, but the K rate's still at 34%. Uh, I mean, look, the only guy I'm really, I'm really worried about in this spot is E5. And we've just seen that E5 is going to hit his home runs against lefties. And the rest of these guys may not hit the ball at all. I, I'm, I'm willing to take the risk in cash for Perez today at that price against this team. With, with these K rates, I, I'm willing to roll the dice, man. I, I think he can get the job done. I think he can get you 20 in this spot. Uh, even if he ends his outing at 16, I, I definitely think he's in line for the win. I think he can get 20. I think he's in play, man. Listen, I think he's in play, but I don't know if I can go as crazy as you and say I can play him in cash when Dakota <laughs> Hudson's cheaper. I just, hey, I, I, I love it. I love it. Um, even E5 struggles against cutters, so like Martin Perez has that advantage too. So I like Perez for tournaments. Um, let's talk Seattle bats. If you're not playing Perez, is there any of these guys that you like? Uh, really, just E5. I, I, I don't, I don't think I'm going to risk it with Seattle today. I mean, listen, I played this team a lot this season, and they have really paid off. But I, I don't think, I, I don't think this is going to be a spot. I think I'm going to pass on these guys, and maybe just have E5 as a one-off. Uh, really quick, I was wanting to see what Murphy's price was. Uh, he's 4K, probably not going to play him there, but I do um, I do like him. He has good fly ball rates uh, with a lot of power or a lot of pop. Uh, Minnesota, Will, I'm going to guess Minnesota is your top stack on the slate. Oh, man, dude, I, I've been salivating, waiting to get to this. Eight I know you so well. Oh man, this this has got to be the spot. Uh, these listen, these guys, they've turned. You know, it, it's Coors Field wherever they go. It doesn't matter. They're just they're hitting bombs every day, all day, uh, and they're just driving in runs. Eddie Rosario is another guy that I just man, I've been getting right this season. Uh, Polanco, if you just pull up the number that. It's it's really astounding. All these guys, pretty much, their whole team has ISO above 200 against right-handed pitching right now, except Cronin and Marwin Gonzalez. And even they are probably going to drive in some runs today against Mister No K Mike Leak. So I'm I'm really excited about these guys. He's given ISO of, of uh, 248 and 221, 221 lefties, 248 to righties, K rate at 12.7% to righties, 19% to lefties. This is just a spot, man. And let's just hope the twins don't let us down. I do. I do see that maybe it may rain. Uh, man, I hope the weather's right because I, I really want to stack this team. This team in Washington, if I can just find a way to mesh them together, it, it, it's going to be a pretty night. And and so, uh, yeah, man, just 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 play the twins. Look for a great return. Really excited about this team. Yeah, I like the Twins. Um, they're a top three stack for me as well. Um, my top three stacks, the Cubs, the Twins, and the Yankees. When I'm not trying to be off the board or anything like that, um, 
but yeah, I, I think this is a great spot for Minnesota, just up and down. Do not forget about CJ Crone in your stacks. People forget about him in their stacks so often. Um, Buxton's another guy. If he's in the lineup and he's out there, Leak's just not good, uh, just in general. Um, so, like, you know, even a guy like Byron Buxton has a lot of upside in this spot. So, be creative with your Minnesota stacks today. Uh, there's a lot of pop at the bottom of this order, not just at the top. So, you can be creative with your Minnesota stacks. Um, I will say that. Yeah, and man, you know, so I'm glad you brought it up, Stevie. I know we're, we're running out of time, but man, one of the easiest ways to be creative—you already brought it up. We know everybody's going to load up on the lefties today. Just throw a few righties in there, even on Sunday. You guys know I don't like to play talk teams, but I just I couldn't get away from Minnesota. I knew they were the best stack. It was suicide for me to fade them. So all I did was I threw in Eddie Rosario and Polanco, and Polanco. I mean, Rosario hit a bomb, and boom, that that automatically made my stack different. When everyone was playing Cruz at 50% and, and Crone, and, you know, so just, you know, if you throw in Crone, you throw in Buxton, even Sano's not going to have ownership today. And he's pretty much given up, you know, the, the same thing to righties. Uh, you do that, and I think your lineup's automatically going to get a little, a little different by still having exposure to one of the best teams on the slate. Detroit at Kansas City, nine total. Spencer Turnbull, Jacob Junis. Junis, a 130 favorite. Uh, any interest here in Turnbull? Uh, no. Go, go to pass on Turnbull. I think we have better options for better prices. Yeah, I don't think he's a terrible play. Um, no, 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 pitched, not at all. He's pitched twice against this team this season. He's averaging 24 fantasy points. Um, as good as Kansas City was to start the season. You know, not I wouldn't even say as good as they were. They were exciting to watch. They they had a lot of stuff going on. They've been kind of mediocre recently. Their strikeout rates continue to climb against right-handed pitching. So I don't think Turnbull's the worst option. Um, I, I just worry about his price. Uh, if you want to try to maybe look at a contrarian option that I don't think a lot of people will be playing, he's certainly a guy that you look at. Um, as far as the other side of this game, Jacob Junis. He's a little bit better against righties. He still, I don't know if he necessarily has the upside to go out and win you a tournament on this slate. Um, do you have interest in Junis? Oh, man. I, I think I think if you play Junis, I think it's strictly mass multi-entry. Like, and when I'm talking about, I'm talking about maybe we're getting up into the 50 to 100 lineup range before I really decided to play Junis. Um, I'm not, I, I don't think I play him. Like I said, I don't think I play him over some of the other guys we've already talked about. So, you know, he's a pass unless we're getting into that upper, you know, 50 to 100 lineup range in terms of mass multi-entry. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, I don't hate it if you're mass multi-entering that if you look at Junis. Um, it, it's not like I like a lot of these Detroit bats. I just – I think they do yeah. enough. Yeah. Um, Detroit <laughs> bats, what's standing out to you? Uh, nothing really. Um, I mean, Christian Stewart looks okay. Uh, Nico is a guy that maybe we look at some from time to time, but I, I don't really want to play these bats today, man. Um, so yeah, just going to pass, but, but Stewart looks okay in terms of ISO fly ball rate. Um, uh, but other than that, I, I'm not, I'm not playing Detroit. Um, any interest in the Kansas city bats? Man, this team is, you know, a team that I've played, uh, but I I'm going to have to fade them today. I don't want to play Turnbull, like I said, because of the price. I just think the guys in that 7K range are, are better values to me. Uh, but, yeah, I don't want to – I'm not loading up on Kansas City. Look, Alex Gordon is a guy I've played probably 
more than anybody. But uh, I, I don't even think I'm going to play him today. I'm pretty much going to be passing on the Kansas City offense. All right, well, let's keep rolling here. There's not really anything that I like. Um, outside of just taking a flyer on Soler, he just continues to show a ton of power. Yep. Uh, Cubs and Rockies, Jose Quintana against Peter Lambert. 12 total here. Uh, Quintana is a slight favorite. Do you have any interest here in Quintana? No. Um, and I'm guessing you don't have any interest in Lambert. No. Hey, the young kid looked good in his first start. Um, I will say that. Give him credit where credit's due, right? <laughs> hey, g- give him his credit now, please. He went out and dominated this team in Chicago. Hey, no no problem. <laughs> hey, I'm just saying he already dominated this team once, but um definitely one. one of my definitely one of my favorite stacks <laughs> on the slate is the Chicago Cubs going into cores. Um I like Schwarber, I like Rizzo, I like Baez, Cargo, Bryant. Did they price up Cargo today, or is he still re- he's still kind of free being in course? He is thirty six hundred. Free, free. Yeah, spirit. too cheap. And, I mean, listen, revenge narrative, Stevie. Revenge. He, it took him two teams to get back to here, but he's back. Uh, I'll play anybody. I'll be honest. I'll play just about anybody at that price in course field. So. <laughs> Yeah. Revenge or not. Yeah. <laughs> Come on I, down. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will say this. Uh this is a slight backtrack. Lambert at fifty six hundred is more interesting than, than than probably any of the other French pitchers, but I'm still not playing them. Not not today. Uh but yeah, I I actually like this whole game, Stevie. I'm just not playing it. But I, I, I really like this game. I, I think both sides I mean, obviously, don't you have to think? And I know I'm kind of combining, so man, I'm I'm super sorry about this. But I mean, don't you think two of the top hitters are probably Arenado and Story in this spot? They just, I mean, it's just this is this just has two home runs written all over it. Yeah, you you have to try to get Arenado in today. Uh, we talked about a lot of guys in that 4K range on the low end of that 4K range. I know Arenado's 5600 today. I get it. But the fact that he just he is just so good against lefties, and anytime he's in cores against a lefty, it just doesn't happen that often. But you know, if we go back and to get a little bit more sample size to him since the start of last year against left-handed pitching, he has a 375 ISO, 483 um, WOBA, 42.5, percent hard contact rate. Everything, everything you want. Air distance is long. The CX Wobe was really high, hitting everything over 95 miles an hour at 43%. Like everything you want for a hitter against a left-handed pitcher, you get in store in Arenado. Yeah, for sure. So I'm with you, man. Um, gosh. <sighs> I, I, I'm if I can fit Arenado today, he, he, he may end up in my lineups as long as it is 15 games, so I'm not expecting him to be over on. So if if I can if I can get him in today might be a day that you know I'm not going to stack the game but but I may look to get Arenado or and or Story in um, even though they're outside of my favorite two teams. I will say um, the other I, I, we you know we pretty much cover what I like on the Rockies but I will say like Schwarber is one of the hottest hitters on the planet right now so. Um, yep. I do, man. I really, really like Schwarber. I know his price jumped a ton. Don't care. I'm going to try to get him in there as well. 
Um, let's move on. We got San Diego at San Francisco. Paddock against Beatty. Uh, Paddock's a 164 favorite here. I know he hasn't pitched great recently, um, but with the lack of home runs in this ballpark and his biggest issue being home runs right now, I really I'm leaning towards like Paddock being my SP one on the slate. Um, I, I really like this spot for him. I think that this is a get right, get back on track spot. Yeah, man, I I think that's that's the right approach here. I still don't like him more than uh, than Castillo, but that that's just me personally. But you know, like you said, in this park, you got to think they're they're about equal today, and I I, I totally get it, man. Um, I like Paddock today. For, for upside wise, I agree with you hundred percent. I think Castillo has more upside. But if I'm looking for my SP one for cash games today, and I'm looking for a floor. I think I play Paddock over Castillo for two hundred dollars more. Gotcha. Yeah, no, no, no. That's what I'm saying. I, I like Paddock today. I just, I just, for me, I just like Castillo more. But you know, you, you look at the spot. I mean, the guy's got a twenty-seven point four percent K rate on the season. Uh, he's got one, two, three, four, five, at least five bats with a twenty percent K rate or higher. Um, and you know, in pretty much one of the best pitchers' parks in the country. I know Max Muncy uh, just hit a six hundred thousand foot bomb off Bumgarner, but listen, that's not gonna happen every day. So I, I like Paddock here for sure, man. I, I think, you know, he's definitely in one of the best pitching environments against one of the worst teams on the slate. Um so he he's squarely in play. Squarely in play for sure. Yeah, go get that out of the water for me, Will. Um <laughs> any interest here in BD? Oh man, no! I I don't think I'm gonna do it. Just why? You know, I, it's just no need. I know these guys have been striking out a ton, but just there's no need to play BD on this slate. And you know, it's not like he has a a huge strikeout rate either. Um, his swinging strike rate has been really decent. I will say that it's a smaller sample, but you know, his swinging strike rate on the season is 13. percent That's really solid. Um, that tells me a, a lot too. That tells me he's getting really good swinging strikes early in counts if he's not completing it with strikeouts. So, usually, when you have a strike or swinging strike rate around 13%, you have a K rate usually 24, 25 plus. Um, and he's around 20.7. So, uh, I'm thinking he's either you know falling behind in counts or just not getting a lot of swinging strikes towards the end of a count. So and that could be like opponents he's faced too, uh, for what it's worth. I'm pulling that up really quick, you know, just to see who he's faced um, so far. So, like, he's faced the Mets, the Marlins. The Marlins don't strike out a ton, but they strike out enough. Um, he's faced Toronto. They do strike out. He did get decent strikeouts in that game. He pitched in Coors and he pitched in Cincinnati. So, it's not yeah. like he's had amazing spots. What's that? I said, and I stacked against him in that Cincinnati start. I'm pretty sure that's the first game that uh, Mr. Dietrich hit like three home runs. So I, I, I definitely remember that game. Yes, yeah, so I'm not ruling him out at 6,600. I think he has a little bit of strikeout upside against a team that does strike out a lot. But it, he's another guy that I'd have to be mass multi-entering. Um, and I don't think I'll do that on today's slate. So. Um, San Diego hitters, Will, what are we looking at here on the Padres? Uh, I don't really like a lot of these guys. I mean, the K rates are so high, and I actually don't really expect them to strike out as much. But with this ballpark and, and so many other offenses out there, I really don't want to play them. Uh, obviously, you know, our, our good friend, Mr. Reyes, he could hit 
with the best of them. Uh, so, you know, maybe, maybe you look at him as a one-off. Maybe you look at Manny as a one-off or Renfro. I mean, especially Manny at 36. Jeez, like, you got to think they paid him all his money. He's going to turn the corner eventually. So maybe you play Manny in cash. But I, I'm not rushing to play the Padres today. Yeah, Fran Mill Ray is probably my favorite play from the Padres. I don't hate Renfro either. He's shown that he's getting he's gotten power against both sides. He strikes out a ton, so it's really you know you only play him more against uh, guys that don't strike out very often. But at some point, you're just going to start playing Machado every day at this price. Um, Tatis Jr. is good, but uh, I don't know if I pay that price for him when I can get Story yeah. for a few hundred dollars extra. Uh, as far as the Giants go, I really don't have any interest in the Giants today. Usually it's only Belt, but I don't even have interest in Belt today. Yep, no Giants. Kenta Maeda against Felix Pena, Dodgers, Angels. Um, any interest in Maeda here? Uh, slight interest. Like, you know, the, the slight – I don't want to say the slightest of slights. I think he's in play. I, I think for the price, I think he can get the job done. Um, it's just, man, you know, when, when I'm trying to go through like my cash build or, or my, you know, my, my single entry build or my three entry max build, you know, I've got guys that I'm looking at. And really this team to me, in my opinion, outside of maybe the, the projected bottom half of this lineup, they just haven't been striking out as much as I would like to see. And so, you know, with that, I, I think Maeda's on, you know, he's just tournament consideration. Don't think I play him in cash. And I still think I play these cheap guys over him today. I think they've got similar upside. So, um, you know, I think I'd have to get in the 25 lineup range before I played my Ada today. So I like him, but he's not at the top of my list. Yeah, you know, not it really wasn't a thing last year, uh, 2018, and we're getting a little bit deeper into the season. But 2000 or yeah, 2017, he struggled with home road splits. 2018, he was kind of neutral, but. You know, again, 2019, we're starting to see trends of him struggling on the road. Um, and when I'm looking at all the strong options that we have at pitcher today, I know it's something small, but when I'm looking at his numbers, Will, 214 Woba at home, 325 Woba on the road. And it's not like he's faced a ton of great teams on the road this season. Like he's had some matchups where he should have dominated and didn't. And the XFIPs higher. The whip is higher. The average is higher. The strikeout rate is down. The walk rate is up. Like, this tells me, like, there are some trends there that I'm going to continue to watch. But with all the options that we have on this slate, I think I'm going to stay away from Maeda, especially against a team that just doesn't strike out that much. Yeah, man. Uh, listen, I, I like it. Uh, you, you, listen, you, you get me excited with home road splits. We don't, we don't bring that stuff up anymore. I hate uh, home road splits. I really do. Uh, they drive me insane because you know you can't you can't pinpoint every single matchup that guys have faced, but like he's pitched at Pittsburgh, he's pitched at San Francisco, at San Diego, and at Chicago. And you would think that you know he should have really decent numbers, if anything, because of the matchups. Um, it's just it, it's it's concerning, and he doesn't pitch deep in the games. Like another reason. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just more caution to the wind here. Gotcha. Listen, I mean, I, I I'm with you, man. You got me excited to, uh, you know, I don't I don't hedge a lot. Like that's I don't hedge a whole lot. But man, you you got me excited about some 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 hedge life here on this one. You know, maybe throw my eight in a few if if you're getting past 25 lineups 
and then definitely roll out some some angel stacks. I mean, listen, man, you know, if, if Stevie, you're giving out the goods. If we think this guy's going to struggle, especially with, with, you know, these guys scoring runs this year in that ballpark, I, you got me excited about some angel stacks. I, I think these guys are going to end up on my list in, in terms of my multi-entry today. Thank you, thank you, and more thank you. <laughs> That's what I'm here for, Will. Um, any interest in Pena on the other side? No, no, no. Absolutely not. I would never play him in this spot. The Dodgers are going to win somebody a tournament today. That's happening. Like I'm telling you right now, if you're winning a tournament going into the late slate, you better be afraid. Um, I know I said I have top teams. This is my favorite contrarian stack on the slate. Um, it, it's hands down. It's not even close. If I'm looking to get off of my favorite three stacks, which I think all three of those stacks will be pretty popular, even on a 15-game slate, Pena is terrible. He's going to have an opener in front of him. This team's going from the National League to the American League, so they don't have to worry. We don't have to worry about guys getting pinch hit for. There's a good chance we we have, you know, Jock in there and Muncie and Bellinger, Seager, like all the guys we want. We don't really have to worry about him getting pinch hit for, you know, with a righty or a lefty coming in. And there's not a lot of lefties in the Angels bullpen. Like, Will, it's a day I'm just absolutely going to have at least one, if not two, out of my five teams Dodger stacks today. Yeah, man. I, I Listen, I, I'm going to roll it for sure. Um, you know, and I, I've been trying to tally up because even when I multi-enter, I still don't want to stack everybody. Now, there are days where I'll stack a few more. Like, I really try not to pass five or six teams, you know, on, on a big slate. You know, sometimes I maybe get seven and, and, and throw an extra team in at, at, at a much lower uh, ownership and turn maybe 5% of my stacks or something. But I'm going to try to keep this core tight and then, you know, have my one-offs thrown in there. The Dodgers are definitely – uh, on my list. And like I said, I'm also throwing the angels in there because it's fantastic home road information that you just provided us with. I'm really excited about this folks. Don't, don't forget that when the angels score 10 runs tomorrow today. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm definitely loading up the Dodgers. I mean, we know this, this is a professional, uh, highly regarded team that just, they, they score runs, man. And, that, and that's what we want to do. I'm definitely going to have some Dodgers loaded up. Uh, any interest in the Angels? I guess we kind of talked about it. If you're not playing Maeda, if you believe in the splits, maybe you look at um, you know some of these bats here. I prefer the lefties. He's still a minus six point seven percent hard to soft contact ratio against righties. Is elite. Like it's a, uh, under ten is really really good. Negative is elite. Um, <laughs> so I would prefer the lefties here. Otani, Calhoun, Listella. Um, I never hate playing Trout. He's not a normal righty, uh, but yeah. like I wouldn't go out of my way to like play Pulhos or Luke Roy, uh, Tover, those guys today. I'd look at the lefties. Yeah, man. Uh, you know, and, and Lestella's having an outstanding year. What a good signing for the Angels. Uh, you know, obviously, like we talked about Otani as well. I, listen, but you know, I, I'm just telling you, Stevie. You give me this kind of information, I'm gonna run with it. I'm, I'm gonna sprinkle in the righties. Like I'll have a little bit of Pulhos, not a lot. A little bit in the event he gets walked and and you know gets brought in twice, you know that that that's scoring points as well. So I, uh, you got me excited to play some angels, but but Listella, Otani, Calhoun, and Trout. Obviously, I think those are the favorites. 
All right, let's play the morning grind game, and then we're going to get out of here. Can't use cores. Give me a guy under 8K to get six or more strikeouts today. Uh, Man, I, let, let's just stay on brand. We've been talking about these guys uh, in, in the 7K range. I I, I think I'm going with, with Billy Bob Thornton, man. Uh, give, give me Thornton, Trent Thornton. I've been uh, I've been talking about him. He's a guy I really like. I'm sticking with them. I'm, I'm going with Thornton today. All right. Uh, give me Dakota Hudson. Um, over 8K to score under 15. Who do you got? Uh, Man, God, I got two in the same game. I'm going to go with somebody outside of that game. G give me give me Freddie Peralta. That's who I was going to take. Um, I will take Archer. It's, it's a lot of them today. I think. Yeah, I don't think Archer gets there. Yep. Um, I don't think Fulton gets there either for what it's worth. Over 4K to hit a home run, can't use cores. Oh, man. There are plenty, plenty, plenty. Come on, clicker. Sorry, man. My my uh, my uh, mouse was in a delay there. We all know you're going to take somebody from Minnesota, so it doesn't really matter. We just we just want to no, know which one you got a home run from. I'm not I'm not going to take. Yeah, I probably will, man. Give me, <laughs> give me my boy. <laughs> give give me my boy Rosario, man. He just gets yeah. it done for me. We knew you were going to take one of them. We just wanted to know which one. <laughs> um, I'm going to take Luke Voigt. Um, I like Luke Voigt here uh, against Vargas in the late sleep. Uh, under 4K to get two hits. Who do you got? Mm, this is a good one. This is a guy we talked about already. Uh, give me my boy from Houston, man. Um, he's 3,800. Why you got to take my guy? Oh, Jordan man. Alvarez. Jordan oh. Alvarez. That, that's how, all these players, how, how do we end up on the same guys? Because I talked to Jordan Alvarez for five minutes. I told the world. Um, that's fine. I'll let you have Alvarez. I'll take no. I'll take crush. I'll take crush. That's fine. Chris Davis, yeah. thirty-seven hundred today against Jalen Beeks. Um, I'll take crush. That's fine. Uh, give me a stack to score six or more runs. Hey man, I'm not gonna take the Twins. Too easy. Going with my second favorite stack of the day. Give me the Washington Nationals. I thought you were gonna say the Dodgers. I was about to mute you. Um, <laughs> I'm taking the Dodgers. Give me the blue crew. Um, on that note, we're going to get out of here. Uh, Will, it's been fun. I hope everyone yeah. enjoyed. Um, we'll be back tomorrow talking some more baseball. Good luck in your contest, and we'll see you then.